0: If you're looking for best practices for your bank or credit union, join us while we talk all things sales, marketing, and strategy for financial institutions. Let's make it happen with FIGRO Solutions. Hi there. I'm Meredith Olmstead, CEO and founder of FIGRO Solutions. We are a marketing agency and we work exclusively with banks and credit unions. And I am here with our VP of marketing. And really, she's kind of runs all of our client services for us. Um, um, Nita Ajaz. Nita, say hi. Hi, everyone. So Nita and I were just having a really great conversation about different kinds of Paid marketing and paid ads. And specifically, we were really talking about the distinction between digital ads to work and to, to support campaigns and efforts. Um, of banks and credit unions on the marketing and sales side of things. And we're also talking about traditional and traditional kinds of ad placements, you know, billboards, radio, TV, even print advertisement, believe it or not, that's still a thing. Um, But so Nita and I were kind of talking about um, the benefits of both of these and how really one is not dead. You know, we we see a lot of people kind of starting to shift their budgets and but there, there really is a place for both of these in um, still in marketing approaches and strategies. Um, so I said, you know what, Netta, let's place let's hit record and talk about this a little bit more. So so the reason we got into this because we have a number of clients who are kind of trying to figure out budget approaches for traditional plus dig, um, plus digital ads. like, trying to understand where should they be spending their money? How should they be dividing it up? And what is that, you know, what's going to be most effective for them over time? So Nita was kind of like, well, there's like a few things that you really need to consider when you're doing this, that a lot of times she sees clients kind of dropping the ball on, you know, like they're not really sure exactly what they need to be doing. So Nita,
1: talk to us about the first thing we were talking about messaging. So what does that have to do
0: with traditional?
1: Yeah, so it's really interesting when you're planning out like the budget, you're spending a lot more time kind of devising what's going to go on. And, uh, you know, but a lot of times I've seen, um, especially in financial institutions, where um, you have spent a huge amount of money for this ad placement, but the messaging that you were putting out there, there was not actual thought put into, like, what is going to be the CTA? What are you going to top what is the goal of this whole placement like I know a lot of times it's brand awareness but there are certain ways that you can kind of tie in digital channels to kind of learn or actually bring some results that can impact your traditional and digital merging together so first thing is to focus on the messaging like really understand what are you going to drive through? Is it like uh, talking about a new product that you're releasing? Is it the removal of fees from a certain product? Is it like a certain rate or like no payments? Whatever that you're trying to focus on for that, make sure that you have a very clear message and then a clear call to action. Yeah, Um, and you know,
0: I've actually seen two, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I've actually seen two traditional ads that are kind of put together based on short little snippets of testimonials, which is amazing. So you can get like at a credit union, you could get your members to be talking about you know, their experience going through the process of applying for a loan or opening a new account or whatever. But it, it is important, right? That whatever they're talking about, that the product they're talking about ties in with the call to action that you're referencing, right? In the ad. So you want to make sure it's super clear, like, Hey if they are uh, if they're if they're talking about a business account experience it needs to be promoting your you know your commercial lending or your business accounts versus if they're um if they just closed on a mortgage then you want it to be tied into a mortgage promotion or some kind even though the both both sometimes can kind of overlap right if you have a primary financial institution you might do lots of different banking with them but yeah. making sure that those testimonials relate to whatever you're trying to get people to do
1: yeah exactly and but at the same time for the call to action what i was saying is that basically at the end of the ad or at the beginning when someone is so we we're in a world where like if you're watching tv you have an ipad or a phone next to you so as i'm listening or as a as an ad comes through uh if you don't skip it from the tv ads like it's one of those things where you could Be on your phone and really quickly pull them up. So you do want to show up from a digital perspective, like having an SEO optimized website, having like digital ads running. So this person who's trying to look you up real quick, you're you're retargeting them to get to ads. So I feel like there is a combination that works for the benefit of the of the consumer that a lot of financial institutions can take really tap into
0: yeah. and the other thing is too, like, um, so it's <laughs> traditional placements are much harder to track, and we're going to talk about that more in just a sec. but um, but if when and if you can, it, radio spots, these kinds of ads you're talking about, maybe on tr- streaming networks or wherever, try to create a special landing page or some kind of path that is trackable for results. So make it your institution backslash. You know, one word to put into the URL to make it super easy for that person to get to that landing page. It's it's connected to the campaign that you just paid fifty thousand dollars to run. You know, for eight weeks. Why would you not want to be able to track directly track? the, you know, the, the traffic that you might be driving. So absolutely important. And then, and then you can, can you connect the dots, right. Between the traditional, um, experience with your brand and then the digital experience with your brand, because really the two have to work hand in hand in order to close a new account for sure. Um, or, you know, have a new, a new customer, bring a new customer in, Um, So the last thing I think that we were we were talking about, and this kind of gets a little complicated, is budgeting. And because, you know, people will say, well, so how much should I spend? Like, how should I divide my budget between traditional and digital? So what are some of the factors that like just pop into your mind first off when you're thinking about that?
1: Yeah, I think for budgeting, it's very important for, uh for anyone who's trying to do this is first of all, not to let go of one or the other. Like if you are planning to like if traditional works, there's certain so there's a lot of variety of traditional uh, channels. So what works in your market definitely makes sense to keep it around. It's not like to do away. And same thing with digital, right? Like you shouldn't be doing away with digital as well. Because now that is the way to go as far as like reaching and targeting and with like the so- short-term memory of people with all the social media and things like that like having the brand on the forefront definitely makes sense um both cha- both ways traditional or online
0: Yeah so the way that we have kind of thought um thought this through for some clients is that the the really the most effective way of seeing the benefits of traditional placements that aren't directly call to action digitally you know tr- you know like you can't track them from one to you know one to one to two kind of thing is is lift over time and sometimes year over year. So for example, say you wanted to really focus on a fall auto buying campaign because you wanted to get into the market with people right before the holidays around auto loans. And so you want to compare that with an auto loan campaign that you ran last fall. And so you would want to um, kind of look at the lift over time when you're running that campaign, right? That's the best way to see if radio ads are having an effect, if TV streaming ads are having an effect, billboards, all that kind of thing. The issue with that is if you're in traditional placements nonstop for 12 months in a row, it's really, really hard to show, okay, I ran this campaign for September and two weeks in October. Now let's see what the lift is for that campaign. If you're nonstop and traditional, it's hard to see lift in that way. So, Generally, what we'll recommend to people is, hey, let's focus your budget, concentrate your budget in a few key campaigns throughout the year for traditional placements. And then you can really easily see general lift year over year if those campaigns made an impact over the last time you ran a similar campaign. However, with digital, we tell people you really need to stay in market pretty much nonstop. Why, why, why do we tell people that?
1: Um, so there are a couple of different reasons why, first of all, like campaigns on digital, like you have to run them continuously because you want to optimize like for digital. And it does take the campaigns to pick up steam, for like for a couple of um, weeks before it actually starts bringing in results. So having that, and then every time you rebuild it, it will have that learning phase. So mm-hmm. you need to have it once you've had the gone through the learning phase, keep it ongoing. Yes, keep switching up the campaigns. So the messaging is quarterly, or like, um, by yearly, switching up the messages makes sense. But you have to be on the market continuously, like when especially for search, right? You don't want to be out of the market, or you don't want your competitors to show up when someone is searching in your local market for that product, you want to be ranking regardless of whether you're in the market or not, you're always in the market for all of your products. Right.
0: Yeah. And I think the big thing with budget, you know, like it's really hard for us to give hard numbers or like hard, you know, percentages for what you should spend where, but what we always say is you should not be sacrificing one person completely for the other. So it's like, if you are spending so much, On traditional placements that you can't afford digital ads anymore for the second half of the year or something like that, you need to reevaluate your budget, right? I mean, it's basically like, look, you you know, you have to. There has to be kind of a balance here, and that um, and traditional ad placements tend to be a lot more expensive, which is why it really makes sense to not do them twelve months in a row, right? It makes sense to do them like almost like quarterly campaigns that might run for six weeks or eight weeks, then take a break. Pull out of the market, look for lift, see what you saw, measure your results year over year, and decide what you want your unit you know, to do the next quarter. You know, once you've looked at results really clearly. Um, so, because that is hard, it takes a little more time and a little more strategy to really measure and, um, and glean results from traditional placements. So awesome. All right. Well, this was super useful. Um, and I'm glad we had this conversation because I know a lot of people we're getting into budgeting season anyway, you know, coming up in like September, October, November timeframe. So, um, so it's important stuff. So awesome. Thank you so much, Ned. I appreciate your time. And, um, if you all are interested in any other tips around marketing or sales for a and credit unions, please visit us at Figro.com. We have lots of great episodes, other podcast episodes, and blogs. And otherwise, let's just all get out there and make it happen.